You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code Playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And I'm your host, Zara J. And it is my job to help women like you learn how to break your sabotage and attraction patterns and learn how to master the skillful art of captivating courtship by learning how to intuitively court and attract compatible men. And this is what I do. This is what I do. This is my passion. This is how I show up in the world and serve and make impact. And I want to be able to do that for you as well. So if you haven't already joined the Captivating Courtship Code group coaching program wait list, I need you to go ahead and get on that wait list, sis. Why? Because this will be the last captivating month of the year. Now, we haven't officially gone into launch yet, or I should say I should use more like, I guess, terms that you guys would identify with, but we haven't opened up doors for the enrollment period yet for our captivating month yet. And if you're not familiar with the captivating month, that is when we offer more flexible enrollment options. That is when we take in new women to the program. That is when we're booking captivating sessions left and right. And that is when we welcome you with your beautiful welcome gift. I love when the women get their welcome gift. It always puts a smile on my face. But that's when we welcome you into the program. And this is an important session, y'all. This is the last session of 2020, number one, that's important. So if your love life hasn't changed this year from last year or the year before that, or it's gotten worse by any means, or it just hasn't made any progress, you want to make sure you get into this enrollment period. That's that's number one. It's the last option for the year. After that, we'll be totally focused on renovating love lives in 2021 and the doors to the program will be closed for quite some time in some months so do not miss this opportunity please do not get in your own way do not miss the opportunity be a part of this beautiful community learn the proven proven steps techniques and advice that will help to drastically change your love life and give your love life a complete makeover help you to learn to attract compatible partners intuitively, how to show up, how to connect, how to have a completely different mindset in 2021 so you can revamp your love life. You don't want to miss that opportunity. That's the first thing. This is the last session for the year. But on top of that, 
after this year, there will be some changes to the program. And I can't guarantee you just because you did a captivating session in 2020 that you're going to get the same exact program or the same exact things in 2021. In 2021, we've already started working on some changes to the program, some changes to the curriculum, some changes to enrollment for 2021. So things are going to look very different, including the investment price. So if you haven't already taken that leap or you haven't already booked your captivating session to see if this is a good fit for you, then I'm going to urge you to get on that wait list or to reach out and go ahead and book your captivating session so you can start to uh, the enrollment process. So you can complete the application, get take the assessment, uh, do the workshop, get all the gems that you need to make that decision on if this is the right option for you. And it's solely an option just because you book a captivating session doesn't mean that you have to enroll. But I would highly suggest that you take your love life seriously. You make the commitment to yourself. If you've been listening to this podcast for a year, two years, some of y'all been listening since the very beginning, three years ago, almost, almost three years, it'd be three years in the spring. But if you've been all the way tuned in, all the way dialed in, you, maybe you want to grab a friend, grab a cousin, grab your mama. I don't know. But Go ahead and get on the wait list as doors to the captivating, uh, our next captivating month will be opening very soon. And you want to take advantage of the best and most flexible payment options that are available to you that will not be available ever again. Mark my word. I'm letting you know right now for my faithful podcast listeners, the payment options that are available by you joining the wait list, the extended payment options, the investment options, all of that that is available right now, it will be available to you if you are on the wait list. And if you book your call early, you get the emails for the wait list. If you do not take advantage of it right now, It will not be available to you ever again. I'm letting you know in advance. It will not be available again. Not in 2021, not in 2022. If you do not get on the ball and do not make this decision and make the commitment to join a captivating courtship code group coaching program by the end of this year, you will not have the opportunity to get into the same program at the same options again. Just putting that out there. Do with that whatever you wish. Now let's go ahead and get into today's actual program uh, content. Not program content, podcast content. Let's get into the actual podcast content. So today we're talking about why being good is not how you win at love. Being good is not how you win at love. So all my people pleasers, pull on up on me. All of those who love to be a man's pillow and a cushion that he can just whine and complain to and talk about all his stresses and how hard his life is. And he just relies on you and he puts you in the friend zone. He doesn't step up for you. He doesn't have that drive and that power to move mountains and travel across the country and travel across the world and step up to commit to you. All of those, calling all those who lack boundaries, 
Calling all those who can't maintain expectations. Calling all those who struggle with being fully seen, fully heard. Calling all those who believe that being good is good enough. Calling all those who believe if I can just make him see my worth. If I can just make him see how good I am. If he can just see that I'm the good option. I'm a good woman. That I would make a good wife. I can just help him to see that. Why doesn't he see that? If that sounds like you, pull on up, pull on up, turn the speaker up, grab your notebook, grab your pen, because I'm speaking to you today. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out, sis. Because this pattern actually correlates with what I call for the, one of the eight passion traction prototypes. This is the love me pattern. Just love me, please. I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm a people pleaser. I like boundaries. I just want you to see how good I am. I'm such a good woman. I always do the right thing. I know how to manage my emotions. I know how to communicate. I know how to treat you good. Just why don't you see it? Just love me. Why, does, why don't you love me the way I love you? Now, I'm not teasing. I'm not taunting. I promise you I'm not. Because I work with a lot of love me's. The love me pattern is the number two pattern that I work with next to trophy chasers. Those are the top two patterns that I work with. And if you aren't familiar with the eight types of patterns, well, you need to know more. Reach out to me. I can make sure that you get to know which pattern is yours. If you don't know which pattern is yours, reach out to me. Uh, Send me an email or send me a DM so that you can get that information. But if that sounds like you and you have the love me pattern, You know, this is something that you struggle with. You are a good doer. I have to let you know, sis, this is not what's going to help you win at love. It's not going to help you. And if you develop that mindset that like if you can just help him to see it, how good you are, or that's just the label and the identity that you've taken on in life. I just had this thought just now. I know someone that I'm very close to that I love very much and this isn't an adult okay who is a good doer and it makes me nervous watching them grow up and mature in life because I'm like oh you're gonna have to love me pattern I see it I already see it because you just always want to do the right thing always want to do good and if you can just do good then there will be no problems there will be no conflict You will be loved. You will be adored because people love you because of how good you are. And you always do the right thing and you always say the right thing and you never say or do things that will offend people or hurt people or make people look at you differently. And you're very, very cautious about that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You are a woman of grace. You are a very gracious woman. You're a woman of grace. And you, and you actually have a lot of femininity and a lot of feminine energy. And that is actually the good thing about the love memes. Because the love memes, they are actually very nurturing. And they tend to be very supportive women when it comes to their femininity. But they're, they're like on the extreme of it. Like they're hyper feminine. So they lack boundaries. They lack self-worth. They have a hard time asserting their voice and asserting their needs. They have a hard time building connections 
with people that allows them to feel validated in that relationship as well. So they're really good at holding space for others. Matter of fact, men love calling them to talk about their problems, to talk about whatever their needs are. They always make the men feel so good and they walk away feeling drained. They walk away feeling like, well, what about me? So if that sounds like you and you sound like you are a love me, then I want you to understand that that's not the way that you're going to win at love. Because energy doesn't lie. Okay, energy doesn't lie. I need y'all to understand my beautiful, beautiful sisters, my beautiful, beautiful women who are listening to this. Energy doesn't lie. Whether that's the masculine energy that you're doing too much, you're giving too much, you're emotionally closed off, you have um, a lot of control and assertion issues, you're very combative, you're very needy and clingy, or if you are like, on the other side of that, where that's actually where you're probably showing up a little bit more needy than you realize, but you lack boundaries, you lack self-worth, right? You are in a space of trying to prove yourself. You have a hard time expressing yourself, right? So your feminine energy is wounded. Some people have masculine, a uh, wounded masculine energy. You have wounded feminine energy, right? So your feminine energy is wounded, And energy doesn't lie. Someone knows when you lack boundaries. Someone knows when you're not going to ask for too much. And then as soon as you ask for it, they punish you for it. Or they don't want to give it to you. So you just shrink back down because you're afraid to get what you actually want. You're afraid that if you actually get what you want or you actually ask for what you want, that they're going to leave you. Or they're going to be disappointed that you actually want something from them. So you don't even bother. Right. Energy doesn't lie. Men know that they know that they don't have to really do much to make you happy. They know that you don't really want to expect much from them. They know that you also need that attention from them. So as long as they call you, as long as they text, as long as they do the bare minimum, they don't actually have to step up and commit. You're good. You're good. And you're always going to be there for them because you are very good at being there for other people. They know this. Okay, so you need to understand that that showing up in that energy and showing up in that way is not going to get you the relationship that you want. It's not going to do it, girl. I hate to break it to you, but being good will never be good enough. It'll never be good enough because you don't want to be good. No one cares. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say no one cares. But being good doesn't trump being honored. It doesn't trump being respected. It doesn't trump being valued. You can be as good as you want to be. They can see you as good as you want to be seen as. She's a good woman. She has a good heart. She always does good things. She treats people so good. But that don't mean they value you. That doesn't mean that they're going to value you. So you need to put being valued, being honored, being respected over being Good, And there's a certain way that you need to be showing up and a certain energy that you need to be showing up with that's going to communicate that. But simply just being a do-gooder is not it, sis. It's not it. So I want you to just kind of ask yourself, why do you feel safe with self-neglect? 
Why do you feel safe with self-neglect? Why do you feel that self-neglect is going to get you what you want? What messages did you take on in childhood? What experiences did you have? What experiences did you take on or did you have in your adulthood, in your past relationships that makes you feel like if they could just see how good I am, they'll want me. Don't want to be with me. It'll be safe. I'll gain security by just being good. Where did you get that from? Where did you pick that up? What experiences, what trauma, what patterns, what sabotage, what survival mode are you operating off of that has taught you that? Dig deep because it came from somewhere. And I want you to actually question yourself and evaluate Do you really believe that being a people pleaser is the same thing as being vulnerable? Because I can bet that you're not as vulnerable as you think you are. That just because you feel like you say the right thing, you do the right thing, you're there for others, you hold space for others, that you're being vulnerable too. No, what you actually are doing is allowing yourself to seem like the strong woman, the good woman, the people pleaser, the good friend, right? But you don't actually want to be seen and heard. You're really scared for people to judge you. You're really scared and fearful that for people to leave you or abandon you, for people not to see you as good or for people to not like you. You're really scared of rejection. So instead, You don't allow yourself to be fully seen or fully heard. You're really scared to say what you really want or what you really need. You're really scared to fully express yourself. Your expectations and the bar is really low to be in your space and to receive your energy. It doesn't take much. And you got to raise those stakes. Got to raise those stakes, girl. Because it's not going to help you to win in a game of love. And I don't even like calling it a game of love, honestly, because it's like, I don't want you to think about it as a game. But honestly, I need you to understand that there's some skills that comes with this. And you have them, right? Like, you're, you're, you have them. You just need to tweak them. You need to tweak them so that you're showing up empowered. You're showing up worthy. You're showing up magnetic and attractive. You're getting your needs met. You're getting your wants met. Your boundaries are respected and valued. You are creating a captivating courtship and captivating relationships and magnetic connections that draws people to you, but it also allows you to be validated and feel good in the process and not drained and not like people are taking from you. Because on the back end of that is resentment. If you keep finding yourself resentful in courtships and relationships, that right there says that you are not being fully authentic and real with yourself. Your mindsets, your expectations, and the energy that you're showing up with is imbalanced. But we're going to talk about that another day. Or we can talk about it on a captivating session if you decide to book one. Book a 30-minute call with me. Reach out to me in the inbox But In either case, I want you to walk away this week, this Monday, understanding and knowing with the mindset that being good is not going to help you to win. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week.
If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.